Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hey there, thanks for joining me. I'm Jenny Cressman and this is a little chat show called Everything Bagels. This show isn't about bagels, of course. It's about anything and everything. It's just me having conversations with interesting people who are doing interesting things. One day, maybe I will interview someone who makes bagels. Who knows? Maybe I'll interview Jesse Cook about the show's theme music, Bogota by Bus. Maybe this time I'll win the lottery and be able to... uh, Well, maybe I'll just get started with the show now. Hello, we're in the studio today with a wonderful photographer I've known for quite a while, Rob Stimson. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Jenny. How are you today? I am very well, thank you. <laughs> wonderful. So did you uh, see any photographic or photogenic incidents or animals on your way here? Uh, no, yesterday I had a large porcupine go in front of me along the laneway and ah. then had to inform the my cottage neighbors that be careful don't let your dog out there <laughs> yeah yeah well so how did you get into photography in the first place Ooh, good question so um photography was always a bit of a hobby and so was drawing um and you know i, I just dabbled in it for a number of years and I worked in the corporation for a while. I worked for the for the man. And yeah. <laughs> do you want to say which man? <laughs> uh, it was a Swiss pharmaceutical. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, that's where I learned a lot of my business background. Okay. So I was working part time. I mean, I was working full time there. And then in, in the nineties, um, they gave us one of these new career opportunity packages. Uh huh. And I've been dabbling in photography and been selling a few cards and postcards and things like that. And then we all the people in my division, we got one of these new career opportunity packages. Mm-hmm. You know, where they kicked us all out the door. <laughs> and I said to, said to Lori at the time, I said, I'm going to give this a chance. Let me try this for a year. Mm. And that was uh, 2000, I guess, 1999, 2000. And okay. so um, I'd started and I'd learned a lot in business. Yeah. And so here I am in 2023, still doing it. Wow. Wow. And I've worked for a lot of different people and companies and um, I'm really, really fortunate. People say, you have no idea how lucky you are. I don't know whether it is luck, but it's also a lot of hard work. Well, and strategic planning. I mean, to to jump from working in Switzerland, and I think you were a photographer's assistant I was, there too. I was there, yes. Yeah, and then involved in tourism, and now here you are helping to create the images used in the tourism right. venues. Yes. So it is. Um, I'm I'm actually working on. I'll tell you a bit more about it later on in the interview. But I'm working on a, on a ice um, documentary with oh. a, a documentary filmmaker on that. And, um, they've been trying to photograph me and film me and they do, and I don't like it. And they tell me <laughs> anyway. So, but the fact is that being a photographer, a freelance photographer in the 21st century, you know, and I, what was it in 2021? I think I was doing a, I was doing a presentation. I think 1 trillion photographs were, ta- were taken. Wow. Of which 80, over 80% were on a phone. And, um, so, you know, and then, so the competition is incredible. 
Yeah. But the thing I know most about, more about photography than most photographers know about is the business of photography. Uh-huh. That is, there's more to, as I always tell my students at Fleming, there's more to just pretty pictures. You, yeah. There's so many different things you have to know how to do um, as, a, as a freelance photographer to be able to stay in the business. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and teaching is one of them. That's a sideline that a number of photographers and artists do. Right. Um, yeah. And, and how long have you been teaching for Fleming? Uh, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, from the summer art school program to uh, they put me in the VCAD program, which is the visual certificate program. And then now it's sort of morphed into um, the uh, photo certificate program. Okay. Uh, so... And you're involved with a lot of different tourism entities. I am. I do. If I, I might bore you with a whole list I know of, but <laughs> I work in Ontario parks, huge. I think mm-hmm. for almost 20 years, I've worked for mm-hmm. Ontario parks, um, national parks or parks, Canada. I've worked for them for a number, over 10 years. And then if the acronym is DMOs, Destination Marketing Organizations. Mm-hmm. So I've worked for RTO 12, RTO 13, RTO 9. Um, so those are different regions within are, Ontario. Ontario is, is divided into 13 different regions. Okay. The 13 is divided into three, which is the north. And then everything else is divided in there. So RTO 12 is Explorer's Edge, this, mm-hmm. part, this part of mm-hmm. Ontario. And then you've got the other ones in, so in each segment. So we've got like, what I could call 13 provinces of Ontario. (laughs) That's for another topic. So do they come to you and say, we want you to do a certain thing for us? Or do they say, we like this photo, can we use it for whatever? Um, Good question. Um, A lot of times, uh, depending on the subject, uh, what they're looking for in the park, Ontario Parks will come to me. Mm -hmm. But as a freelancer, I know where the work is. Mm. So, you know, I don't... um, you know, constantly, you know, knocking on everyone's door every second week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every three or four months, I send a quick note off to the connections I have and say, you know, anything I can quote on, checking in to see what ah, you got happening. Okay. And um, and now I'm pretty much known entity out there. Yeah. Um, if they have something up and coming, they'll they'll send me on an assignment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this will be right up Rob's alley. He doesn't mind black flies. We know, so we, he can go. <laughs> yeah. Black flies, mosquitoes, whatever, rainstorms, you name it. I've, I've done it you know. And cold. And you don't mind cold. I don't mind cold. <laughs> and 50 foot waves in Antarctica. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. tell us about some of those cold, bone chilling, photographically challenging incidents. Well, you know, Everybody thinks that Antarctica is like an endless winter and, you know, in some parts of it, it is, but they do have a summer and especially along the coast. And people say, what's Antarctica like? And I say, Antarctica is like our March here in the summertime. Hmm. You know, you may get minus five, minus eight, you know, and then I've seen it uh, plus 16. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, unbelievably warm. Uh But uh, for, you know, I started going in 2004, 2005, and then started working again in 2009, I think, 2010, and then right up until 2018. And it was, it was the highlight of my life, really. Driving Zodiacs, photographing, lecturing, um, taking pictures of penguins, of whales. I mean, you just name it. And that, and helping people with their cameras and that yeah. it, was, it was a dream job. Yeah. So, so you're hired as a photo guide, photo essentially, guide, an expedition photographer with mm-hmm. duties as assigned. And that, okay. And that, so they didn't make you cook, did they? No, no, no. Okay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no
um, no, it was, it was, it was a really cool, um, it was a, a not, you know, don't pun intended, really good assi- assignment. So they would fly me when I was working in, um, in Antarctica, they would uh-huh. fly me from Toronto down to Buenos Aires. And then from there, uh, you know, you take a domestic flight, another, well, Toronto to Buenos Aires is 14 hours. And then from there, it's another three and a half to uh, South America, the end of South America to a city called Ushuaia. Hmm. And then you get on a ship there. And then it was two days to cross the Drake. And then we would spend six days there, come back. Or the best one is leave Ushuaia, go to the Falkland Islands, then go to South Georgia, then go to Antarctica, and then come home again. And Hmm. South Georgia is a place that... um, I'd be on beaches with 300,000 penguins. Wow. I know. Wow. It, yeah. It just boggles my imagination that, you know, as a kid and reading, you know, seeing, reading stories and things like that, that this is my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, was there any sort of fear factor involved in being in some of those expeditions? Um, probably a certain degree. After a while, um, I'd done it so many times that uh, there was really no fear. I mean, and there's nothing more exhilarating than standing on a bridge of a, of a 350 foot ship and watching a 50 foot wave coming at you, knowing it's bigger than you are. <laughs> uh, but after, you know, I never got seasick. Wow. Good. Yeah. And, um, and I think one of the highlights along with the landscape and the animals were the staff and the people I worked with. Uh, I'm at, I mean, kindred spirits, yeah. naturalists, photographers. I, mean, I know people from around the world because of the, the, those, those years doing that. Well, then what would be the number of people in total on a boat and how many would be clients and how many would be staff? The boat that sh- they're called ships. ships sorry. The ships that mm-hmm. I worked on were there were two Russian ships, mm-hmm. the Academic Afe and the Vavilov, and they would take um, a hundred, you know, hundred twenty in a pinch. But most of the best trips were the ones where you know ninety or eighty or ninety passengers. Okay, and that which were nice because they. I've been asked recently to come back to Antarctica and work on a ship with seven hundred passengers. Ooh. And for me, that's. Uh, you know, for lack of a better word, that's a giant Petri dish. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was COVID. That, all sure. Those so, um, and so working on that and the staff, um, there's usually about 25 staff, hotel staff, you know, and there's a whole uh-huh. range of everybody from natural to naturalists. There's um, photographers, uh, historians. There's just a lot of people that do a lot of different things during the the, uh, the ship uh, and then the you, cruise. you go out on Zodiacs with about how many people in? The Zodiacs can take up to 12 people. 12 they're, people. They're 20 okay. feet long. And okay, that, and then and then you drive, and then the good thing about the, the ships I've worked on in Antarctica, um, the rule there are rules, and you're only allowed to have a hundred people on shore at any given time. Anything oh. more than that, you're not allowed to. Interesting. So, um, so if you were doing, if you're working on, say, the National Geographic ship or whatever, mm-hmm. what carries, I think, over two hundred passengers, they you'd have to do split landings. Where on our ships, you could, everybody could go to shore once if they wanted to go to shore. Oh, okay. Which was nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to just leave that on shore for a moment. And then we're going to come back with more Adventures with Rob Stimson, (laughs) international (laughs) photographer and Jenny Cressman of Everything Bagel. So let's just take a break. Bye for the moment. (laughs) I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. 
Welcome back to Everything Bagels with Jenny Cressman talking with Rob Stimson. Rob seems to get around. And uh, if you want to find out where he is and what he's doing and what he's been up to lately, you can check out his website. Do you want to let us know what that is, Rob? Yeah, you could uh, go to www.robstimson.com, but also look on my social media, my Instagram feed, uh, rob.stimson.photography, or um, my Facebook page. That's in, It's all public. So uh, those are places you'll find where I'm doing what I'm up to and images from my trips. Okay. And you're a busy guy. You're, you're doing talks and workshops and special expeditions. So we were talking about your Antarctic work, but what, what's coming up next? So the big one right now is next Friday, I fly to Yellowknife. And then from Yellowknife, I go to Norman Wells, which is on the Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. And then from there on Sunday morning, August 6th, I get on a Twin Otter and fly 100 miles north of the Arctic Circle, north of Great Bear Lake to paddle the Horton River, the Upper Horton. So I'll be paddling over 12 days the uh, about 320 kilometers of it. Wow. Yeah. And I'm going to be photographing and videoing and droning it for, for, uh, for the client. Yeah. So, okay. So you're hired by someone to go and do all this crazy stuff and then it will become available in what format and where, do you know? I don't know. I'd have to, we'd have to come back to this. Okay. Um, I, all the information goes to, it's a company called Canoe North Adventures. Mm-hmm. And uh, once they have all the information or all the, the digital files, then I can let you know where it'll be. Okay. And so when this airs, Rob will actually be on that trip. He'll be up there sweating and and everything. Uh, I wouldn't be sweating. I don't (laughs) think it's too cold. It's going to be. Last time I looked, temperatures were in the seven to nine degrees Celsius on that, which it is what it is. But um, this is one of these, it's the most Northern river in Canada. Wow. So, which is very exciting. Yeah. To be able to do. So you could just sing that song, I've Been Everywhere, man, because you you pretty much have. You've been like Antarctic, Arctic, North Quebec, Labrador, Greenland. Ah. Uh, yeah. Where else? Europe, <laughs> Europe Africa, Africa. Yeah, Central America. <laughs> okay. It's easier to say where you haven't been, I guess. Yeah, it probably but is. All of these things um, are part of your whole package. This is, is about it? who I am. Yes. This is who I am. This is what the thing of my passion for travel, my passion for creating uh, imagery. Um, and notice how I said creating, not taking. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and the fact that I, I, I teach, I share my knowledge with uh, kids. About yes. which I, I've, I've one of my passions and on, on my talks. And I have many talks from, you know, I was on the, uh, um, on the 100th anniversary of the Ernest, Sir Ernest Shackleton uh, trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a talk about that. I have talks about everything from how to take a photograph to um, places I've been, Antarctica, the Arctic. Um, and also I have my na- latest talk, which is getting quite a bit of uh, publicity, is called... Um, about the group of seven and and the group of seven route, which the destination mm-hmm. Ontario had has created on that. So, okay. So and so, can you tell us a little bit more about how, where people can find that and how? Um, it will be on my website. Uh-huh. And um, right now, it's upcoming, I'm going to be at Kilbear Park on August 23rd uh, doing that talk at mm-hmm. eight o'clock. Then I'm going to. Uh, to Sault Ste. Marie, to the Art Gallery of uh, Algoma for, I think, September 21st, uh, which is uh, the fall equinox. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's a couple other ones. There's Zoom Talks. Uh, Victoria, BC has hired me. And, you know, I'm not going to Victoria, sadly. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, it's the darn thing about Zoom, pros and cons. <laughs> oh, I know. Exactly. Exactly. So, and it's really, it's the, the, the whole premise of the show is I start with art from 30,000 years ago, uh-huh. from the caves in Chauvet, France, to up to a, a place in Chad, Africa with, you know, pictographs from 8,000 years ago and bring it up to the cliffs at Agawa of pictographs from 150 to 400 years ago and then morphs into some of the great, um, you know, painters of historical times in Canada, which then goes into Group of Seven and then it it sort of dovetails into Indigenous, uh, women in art and the contemporary artists of today, landscape artists. Wow. Very comprehensive. It is. Wow. An hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so some of the things that you're doing are Tom Thompson and the Tom Thompson Parkway. Oh, that's You want to talk about that a little bit? So when people ask me about that, um, I I rant a lot Mm -hmm. uh, and my, my wife gets a little upset with me and, you know, cuffs me. But Mm -hmm. I was, I've been ranting for a number of years about that Highway 60 should be named Tom Thompson Parkway. Uh-huh. And, you know, and of course, and then finally um, I met up with my neighbor, who's the ex-mayor of Lake of Bays. He thought it was a good idea. And his wife, who's an avid artist, she thought it was a good idea. And so they put it to council and council said, let's do it. And then they went to the High, uh, Algonquin Highlands and they said, sure. And the Huntsville Council said, sure. They went to MTO and MTO said, yep. And so as of, in I think it was September of 2018, Highway 60 from Highway 11 to the western boundary of Algonquin Park is now known as the Tom Thompson Parkway. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I got, there was a bit of pushback Mm -hmm. because people, some people think there's too much Tom Thompson around, but I say there can't be, there's, we need more Tom Thompson and things like that because he's a cultural icon. He's an influencer of that time and even to this day. Yeah. And that, and you know, like I think I talk about Santa Fe, um, New, New Mexico and George O'Keefe is a huge influencer there. Yeah. And they were one of the lead, second leading art destination in continental U.S. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we can always have you on for another chat yeah, some other time. <laughs> but it's some of the things along the way, I would just want to mention and highlight some of your accolades. So in uh, 2012, you were nominated and elected to the Royal Canadian Geographic Society's College of Fellows. Yes, I'm a fellow. And, uh, and then what does that mean? Um, it's basically a, um, a group of people who are sort of, I say, like-minded, but are focused on the environment. Okay. That's how I came about. I was working with the president uh, in uh, Antarctica mm-hmm. and that, and I'd worked with him uh, on a couple occasions, and I think even in the Arctic, and then he nominated me okay. for that. And you were profiled by the Globe and Mail and Lexus? Yep. That was a really cool one. I had nine artists and uh, it was funny. I was, uh, they took me, I went down to Maynooth and the guy who was interviewing me Mm -hmm. was Les Stroud. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty hilarious. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know Les and that, but I saw a side of Les that it it is not his media face, but it's his, who Les is as as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And your works displayed lots of different places, the Canadian Canoe Museum, Ontario Parks, French River Visitor Center, Arrowhead French, or Arrowhead, Arrowhead Visitor Center. This is sort of live, it's uh, almost, so we'll just probably leave that in. Anyway, um, where else? Uh, Lots of homes. Lots of homes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it just... um, 
you know, I hate to say it, but I lose track. Okay. <laughs> and you're always creating more stuff and, uh, and more different types of printing techniques. I think you're working now on metal. Yes, I, I'm using a, a dye sublimation process, um, which is done in, down in the city. Um, and it's probably, I, anybody who sees the work in my little gallery is just blown away by, yeah. by the colors and the depth of it. And, that. Yes. So these, yeah, and I have seen it. I yeah, can yeah, concur. Yes, yes <laughs> and that. And, so, and then on top of that, too, I do a lot of composites. Um, and I've sold a few of them. Um, but not, it's not something, it's not for everybody. Yeah. And that. So I, I stick to, around Muskoka. I sort of create Muskoka type work, mm -hmm. but there's another side to me that yeah. it's sort of, I move into my artistic side and always trying to elevate my art to another level. Mm -hmm. And, and your focus really is on landscape. And, you no know, pun intended. Arr, arr. Arr, arr. <laughs> in a, in a perfect world. Yeah. Landscape is great. Um, if I did solely relied on it, I'd live in a tent. Uh -huh. uh, you know, Ed Bertinsky gets a million bucks for his prints and it gives us all hope. You know? <laughs> but so I make my living doing assignment work and I sell some prints. And, you know, I just sold a print last year for $3,400. Oh. And I have another one right now at the Algonquin Arts Center uh, for $3,800. Uh -huh. So, which is a huge step yeah. forward in that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited about, you know. Awesome. But it's it comes with a lot of hard work, Jenny. Yes. Tons of well, hard you work. are a busy, busy guy. I am. Yeah. I am. And when you come back from your trip to the Horton River, you're jumping right into fall foliage workshops and oh, all yeah. kinds of things. Over at Kilbear, they've got me doing a celestial, some celestial work that mm -hmm. uh, I'm doing for them. Then fall, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that's not visible yet. Um, and, you know, then I start, I go into the first, second week of October. I do three weeks of teaching at uh, Fleming with the certificate program. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I think I saw on your website that you have a one day fall foliage workshop in Dwight, the end of September. Yes. There actually, there's two of them back to back. Them. Oh, two of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm at the, the Lake of Bays Heritage uh, Place. Mm-hmm right by Marshes Falls, which is a wonderful spot. And I'm a member of the Lake of Bays Heritage Foundation. And mm -hmm. so they allow me to use the visitor center there, which is from for workshops. Nice. It's great because yeah. there's Marshes Falls. There's, you know, it, the, the little cottage there once was a cottage. It's got washrooms. It's got a kitchen. It's got, uh, you know, a wood burning stove. It's and a great spot to uh, to display my work. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Well, we're down to the last minute of chatting. I tell you, it goes fast. Is there anything we've missed? Uh, probably, but um, at this your, point, your gallery. Right? Oh yeah, oh yes, at, at yeah. your house. Uh, yes, I have a gallery, and it's at the house, and uh, um, I'm trying to keep it open as much as possible. But being so busy, but if people want to come out and send me a quick note, uh, all my coordinates are on my website. On mm -hmm. that, and either text South me. South Portage Road. South one, uh, one five two nine. Thank you. One five two nine <laughs> South Portage Road and that. And that. So, you know, text me or email me if you and and come on down and have a look. And also just um, a number of my pieces are at Cavalcade right now. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're, yes. Yeah. You're a part of the art crawl. Yes. I was. Yes. I was. And yeah. That, and that. So, and Kelly's just allowed me to keep my work there till after I come back from, uh, from the Arctic. Okay. And so if you want to find out more about Rob Stimson, go to www.robstimson.com. And that's S-T-I-M-P-S-O-N. And thank you very much for coming in today, Rob. Thanks, Eugenie. Thanks a lot for your time. Okay. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Everything Bagels, a show about anything and everything, airing every other Sunday on 887 The Bay. 
If you missed a show, don't worry. You can find podcasts of all my interviews on two websites, huntersbayradio.com and muskokaunlimited.com. I post links to the shows on Facebook, as well as photos of my guests. Look for the author, Jenny Cressman Page, and follow me around. I'll try to keep you entertained. Everything Bagels with me, Jenny Cressman. We'll be back again in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Enjoy life. Enjoy bagels. Enjoy everything you can. Hasta luego.